Welcome back, or for the first time, everyone. This is another episode of Topical Brainstorm. My name's Christian. I'm here with Garrett. Hey, everybody. How are you? Hopefully, y'all are good. And we're back with another, well, the first chapter of Grit by Angela Duckworth. And we got some interesting points to discuss today. I agree. Very interesting. This chapter goes through, I believe it's called Showing Up is the chapter name. And it's about whether or not showing up for something with with talent or with the ability to do something is enough. And she demonstrates this by giving a story about West Point and the admission process to get into West Point, which is super long and super hard. You have to get a recommendation from your congressman. You have to start your application in your junior year of high school. It's a long, arduous process to get in. And for some reason, I can't remember exactly how many, but a lot of people drop out during the first summer. You have the stat. Well, it says one in five drop out before graduation. One in five drop out before graduation, and the majority of those, one in five, drop out in the first summer, uh, which is, I think you do the summer before you go into that fall, so it's like the first thing you do when you show up, and it's called the Beast Barracks, I believe. Uh, most people just call it the Beast, which is like a 12 week 7 weeks 7 weeks sorry I got the book open I'm not there we go <laughs> a 7 week training program during the summer where they just kind of beat the hell out of you yeah and uh it's super hard you don't have any breaks really um and you have this really rigid schedule that you have to follow for 7 weeks seven days a week and uh yeah that she really just talks about why people drop out um and why some stay and that's been a question that people have been asking psychologists specifically have been asking for a long time uh, and she kind of figured it out yeah she did better than i mean she helped them yeah, right for sure and to throw to add a couple more numbers to what Garrett said there are about 14,000 applicants the applicants that begin the admissions process for West Point and in the end only 4,000 succeeded in getting all the required nominations and requirements 2,500 of those 4,000, so a little over half, meet the academic and physical standards of West Point, and then less than half, 1,200, are admitted and enrolled. So this is already well below, well above, like, the top 10%, right? It's top, like, 8% of anyone who started an application for West Point. So they have a very arduous, to use Garrett's word, it's a good word, 
Did I say it right? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first time I've ever used it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's a it's a long process, right? It's like a two year process. They do all these steps, have all these requirements to try to get the cream of the crop. And then they were still, a, a, you know, 20% of those 1,200 drop out by graduation, and most of that 20% drop out during the BEAST, the seven-week training program. So they were trying to figure out a better way to choose who to let in, to, to pick those 1,200, because despite all of those requirements, they could not figure out a better way to pick applicants and they still had that you know 20% dropout statistic right um and the the scale that they were using was called the whole candidate score and basically it was a mix of you know their SAT a mix of their high school rank based on the number of students in their graduating class, um, appraisals of leadership potential, and then also there's a component of physical fitness. So that was the scale they were using and the way they were picking the applicants they'd let in. Yeah, so basically they were picking people that they knew would be able to to make it through but they were having a hard time picking people that actually would make it through. Yeah. And when Angela came in, she thought of this idea and started giving them what she calls grit scores, which basically... I need to stop saying that word. <laughs> uh, these grit scores represent how well a person can stick with something how well they can learn something new that they aren't good at uh, immediately it's an important skill to have in life yeah i like to think that sometimes i'm good at that and most of the time i'm not <laughs> i agree no i there have definitely been times in my life when i feel like i have skated through like everything yeah. i've done you know mm -hmm. and then i get hit with something challenging and it's just like overwhelming and i i do feel like at this point a lot of times i can stop and i can be like no like you're being silly christian you yeah. haven't really tried that hard yet like you haven't really seen if you can get through this like for example since you started working at, at alter donus or work i feel like it's gotten difficult i feel like there's been a lot of new things i've had to learn i don't know if you feel that way you've no, had to learn a yeah, lot too no <laughs> <laughs> i definitely feel that way I, I it sounds like you're saying that you have to learn all this stuff because i now work there <laughs> no i have to learn a lot of stuff well yeah like i've, I've no you're you know, you, you when moved I, into a better role when there. i started i was learning everything you're learning yeah and now there's new stuff to learn and i've you know you're learning a lot of what i've done the last couple of years yeah and, we're both being stretched, I think, but there's just been a lot going on that's been kind of overwhelming, and there are days that I feel like I can't do it, or that it'll, it'll never, like, get better. Yeah. But I think a lot of that is, is like, me not being gritty, because it's just, when I really put my head down and work, like, yesterday, 
Monday, I worked a full day and I got like a lot of stuff done. At the end of the day, I was just like, that was a really productive day. I felt really good about what I did and I felt like I stretched myself and it was like, that's, was possible. You know, I was feeling overwhelmed, but like, I just like worked and it got better. But I feel like I do have to like stop and tell myself. Uh, I so, I agree. I, I'm not working that I hard. I feel like I'm not, I'm not allowed to feel overwhelmed yet because I haven't put yeah. the work in. You know. I, well, I feel like a lot of the stuff I'm learning is <clears throat> busy work and double checking everything I do, which I'm the worst at. <laughs> like I would type up essays in college and not even read them, oh. and then I just turn them in. <laughs> and I'm I can't do that anymore, and it's so frustrating. Yeah. So it is what it is I think you're doing fine no thanks man (laughs) (laughs) anyway um I'm not sure if I got off topic there but yeah I feel like uh, I I feel like sometimes I'm one of the people who has like been able to skate through a lot of things in my life and when something gets hard I do have a tendency to just be like I don't know if I can do this yeah, well, that's when when grit meets pa- like passion. If you're passionate about something and it's no longer hard to put your head down and do it, that's when you've hit the sweet spot, you know. Yeah, I guess passion is another component of grit that that we gotta talk about. Which uh, she does address it, just not in this chapter. I'm sure. Yeah. So. I mean, it's in the title, right? Passion and perseverance. Yeah. So. There we go. But. Yeah, so she developed this grit scale, and essentially a couple ways she used to describe it is find the candidates that have a never-give-up attitude, find the candidates that can keep going after failure, um, and ones that had not only determination but also direction. Like, they, they knew why they were there. They knew why they'd put all the work in to get there. And using this scale, I don't remember the statistics, but essentially, basically, <laughs> we're at it. We're rusty. It's been a we long are time rusty. We it's been a few months. We apologize, audience. But her using her grit scale, she uh, it was a way better success rate of people who could make it through the beast and graduate from West. Yeah, Virginia. I don't know if they use this scale specifically now, but it seems like while she was there, they started keeping track of the people. The, the, they gave them grid scores and they kept track of them and hers seemed to line up line up better with those that actually graduated. Yeah. So I'm. It would behoove me if they aren't using this grid scale now. That's the first time you've used that. Yes, word? it is. <laughs> yeah, I guess I I I made an assumption there. What happened was in 2004 they made all the 1,200 cadets sit down and take a grid scale test. Yeah. And using that test at the end of the beast, they could pretty much pick who was going to make it who wasn't yeah so i sure hope they're incorporating yeah, that in the process right i would hope so too because there's probably a lot of kids that should be there well you know 25 20 percent they could find kids that'll make it yeah or are way more likely to make it likelihood yeah yeah 
So, pretty interesting. For sure. Um, but but it, it also just makes a lot of sense. Yeah. You know? Um, I feel like there are a lot of quotes and whatnot about, about like... Um, those who persevere yeah perseverance like i think yeah. we all are aware of how important it is but applying it in your day-to-day Which life she talks about that in chapter two quit talking about uh, chapter, I, chapter two. two is really good i'm excited <laughs> to uh record that podcast <clears throat> but um she does get into a little bit about talent versus uh grit in this chapter and she gives an example of spelling bees and the kids that are grittier tend to practice more, study more, uh, compete more, and by virtue of that tend to do better and last longer in these big competitions than those that are just naturally talented. I can't. She uses a specific word. It's like those that are good with voice... Verbal intelligence? Verbal, no, no, it's not, maybe, but anyway, those that are verbally intelligent, I guess, I wouldn't count myself as that. <laughs> Obviously, neither of us fall in that category. Although I have used two new words today, which is... <laughs> <laughs> and you might have used them right. Uh, who knows? Somebody probably uh, I'm, I'm going to look them up after. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Another fact she throws out is that um, grittier adults are more likely to get further in their formal schooling which is also just makes sense yeah that like we talked about there was something thrown out in, in outliers about how usually a high school graduate has this IQ and someone who has a bachelor's degree has this IQ on average right and there is some correlation there, but it also makes sense that there's correlation with grit because, cause yeah, school can be hard. Classes sometimes are hard, but it's also hard to just keep going and get yeah. through it, you know? Which my, my favorite stat that she threw in there is one about community college. Apparently those that have a community college degree, a two-year degree, are more gritty than those more gritty or have more grit? I think you? either one is okay. acceptable. Are those that graduate from community college have more grit than those with bachelor's degrees? And that's because of the high dropout rate at a community college, which I just thought that was really interesting. Cool fun fact. Yeah. Tell your friends. And it, it makes sense, too, because I, I feel like a lot of people who go to community college maybe have less, you know, family support for yeah. at least their education, maybe not in general, but for getting education. They probably are more likely to be working while they're in college. Um, I can tell you I wish that I had gone to community college for my first couple of years. Uh I mean, I really loved college, and I loved all the people that I met, and it was a fun experience. But I think if my kids decide to go to college, I will highly recommend the community college route, just for financial reasons. That's a that's a discussion for another time. 
and for grit. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Throw them in, throw them in and <clears throat> see if they can hack community college, man. Yeah. <laughs> Another thing she talks about is how there's actually an inverse correlation to SAT scores and grit scores, <clears throat> which was didn't seem intuitive to me at first, but it also kind of makes sense. I feel like the SAT and ACT, a lot of that stuff is, it's almost just like stuff you should know at that point. Well, what am I trying to say? Well, it's not something that's typically studied for, in my opinion. I feel like the majority yeah. of people yeah, that's just a good way take to put it. it. They don't sit down and they don't grit it out and study for it. That's most people. There are some people that do. I wish I would have. But, uh, I mean, <laughs> I wish I would have. I, I, I took it three times, and on my third time, my score went down, and I said, I'm done. <laughs> so, um, because of that, it's mostly the the most talented that do well because no one really studies for it. Yeah. In my opinion. That's what I think. You put that well. Yeah, so talent wins out on average with SAT scores. But that doesn't, again, dictate who's going to be able to get through college and be gritty yeah. enough to graduate and whatnot. Yeah. And... The last sentence of this chapter, she says, putting all this stuff together, our potential is one thing, what we do with it is quite another. Um, which I think is a nice little bow on top of the chapter of of um, just how potential does not completely dictate where you end up. Right, um, Your grit yeah. and your hard work. As there's just so much you can accomplish if you're gritty and a lot of wasted potential if you're not so yeah i mean that's if you go back to outliers too it's kind of the same concept where these people were extremely lucky and put into circumstances that were really good for them but without that grit without that hard work does anything happen no 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 so, Garrett, how can you be more gritty? How can you apply this chapter in your life? Um, I think... I think a big thing is finding what you're passionate about, which is way easier said than actually done. I think a good example for me is I was able to tough out college and get a biology degree but I wasn't like super passionate about it. Um, and then I took a couple accounting classes and I really liked it. The material made sense to me. So I just decided to switch. Um, I think I could definitely still be grittier when it comes to accounting, <laughs> but um, I don't know. I think that's one thing that I've done really well is just kind of be able to pivot and learn new things and what do you think about my life or your about life about your life <laughs> i mean i can attest to the fact that you it took you some grit to get through that biology degree <laughs> yeah <laughs> there you studied a lot 
some of those chem classes and stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like I could use a lot of grit right now. Uh, adjusting to being a dad is like not easy. Yeah. Uh, uh, it just feels like my to-do list like around the house, which I never got down to, like there was always stuff to do, it's like projects, things to fix. Uh, I feel like that's just like twice as long as it's ever been. Uh, I could use more grit in work of just like having a better attitude when I don't understand something. And instead of, instead of feeling that like, oh, I'm not talented enough to figure this out, just like put my head in and figure it out yeah put the work in and there are things that i want to accomplish you know like i always wanted to run a marathon for example but i don't run on a weekly basis even yeah so oh well, yeah that that kind of that kind of get back it gets back to like atomic habits and yeah that's what habits, i was gonna say we'll <laughs> like run with it <laughs> no i mean i think a good way to have grit is to have a plan. Uh, just like if you have a goal for something, it's not really the goal that matters, but it's the how you're going to get there. Um, which, again, is hard to do in everyday life because like being a dad, for example, every day is going to be different. You can't really have a a plan for that you got to be able to roll with it as it comes to a certain extent. Yeah. You can have plans for like the big things, I guess, or how you're going to react in certain situations, but I don't know. Yeah. I'm that's the one that's still something I'm terrible at is having a plan. <clears throat> yeah. It's hard to plan ahead. Yeah. Because you make a plan and then life just keeps moving. Yeah. And you got to keep making new ones. Yeah. I think I need to revisit Atomic Habits. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good book. I enjoyed that yeah. one. Dude, it's amazing to me how often I find myself thinking about the books we've read, though. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, know. this ties into that. <laughs> really? <laughs> I probably should think uh. about it more often. Yeah, I mean, I like Atomic Habits is one I, that comes up a lot. Um, How to Win Friends comes up a lot for me because my wife and I talk about that one a lot. You know, I realize I've gotten really bad at remembering people's names. Yeah, dude, I'm terrible. I at emphasized that. that for a while and I got really good at it, and yeah. now I'm not good at it. Yeah. I still like mix up our coworkers' names sometimes that I've been seeing once a week for a year now. Yeah. Not all of them, but a couple of them. Uh, it is what it is. You know the one I never think about? <laughs> what was that you, yoga you book? You can't even remember what it is. No, I can't. How dare you? Do you remember the name uh, of it? Uh, hold on. <laughs> I can see the cover. How dare you? Gosh. I liked that book. <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't that bad. Uh, it was, yeah, yeah, whatever. Anyway. We can't even remember the name. You can't remember the name. It'll come to me. It's on my bookshelf right over there. I can't read the title. It's way too far away. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well. Anyway, we will try to be more gritty 
and report back. And yeah, we'll be more consistent. <laughs> and we will try to be more consistent. Consistency is key. Consistency is key. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. See ya.